SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Brooks, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Let's uh, do this thing. We've got a lot of stuff to get to on the program today. Mike Blewett's going to step up, and then it's Wednesday, which means Lou Gamblue.com joins us. We're going to the islands, and we're not going to Fantasy Island. Boss, boss, the plane, the plane, the plane is here, boss, the plane, the plane. What's going on, Cam? Stop back. Hey, the plane. Tattoo. Yeah, the plane. Hey, boss, boss, the plane. Yeah, I, I love a little tattoo and uh, Corinthian leather. The Ricardo plane. Montemont. The plane is here, boss. The plane. <laughs> Fantasy Island. Uh, yeah, be careful what you, you know wish, Lorenzi. That careful. guy was a great actor, the little guy. Like, he actually had, like, big skills and stuff. And He did. You know, a little tattoo. He was a real, like, sex fiend. Like, he did, like, a lot of blow. He partied hard. He had, like, a real dark side to him, unfortunately. And uh, Fantasy Island was pretty much the uh, the end of him. But uh, that's another story. Uh, rest in peace. Tattoo. Sorry. So, the UFC. UFC, yeah. UFC Fantasy Island. Man. Think how cool that would be, like, if they opened it up, like, the intro. Yeah. Like, have it all heavy and stuff like that. Dun dun, Fight Island. Dun dun, dun dun, UFC. Dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun. And then you have sort of like the helicopter pull up, and it would just be gold, man. The plane, Dana, Dana, the plane, Dana, the plane. Then <laughs> the fighters get off the plane, and you show Carlo Montalban there. Welcome to UFC Fight Island. <laughs> Fight Island. <laughs> Come on, you can make it. Come on, it's 2020. With holograms, you can make it work. <laughs> excellent, excellent point. Now, I'd yeah, like to just take the family. Good sport. It's actually a really good idea, Gabe. Why do it like today in today's world too with COVID nineteen and stuff? Just do something fun for everybody. I'm with you, like Hollywood style pyrotechnic. Like, blow it up. So like, let me ask fun. you: If I asked you, sort of like the episode of Seinfeld when when Kramer goes and you know he's getting his he's getting his will done and they're asking him, "All right, listen." You can't do anything, but you can eat, you can think, um, and the machines will do everything else for you. He goes, well, I can still go to get coffee at the, at the diner. So, like, he's like, keep it, right? Stay. So, I'll ask you, so, like, the future, Ken, do you want to be, like, on Futurama if I told you we're going to put your head, like, in a jar and we'll be able to do the show for, like, eternity? <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> 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 like our heads are in a jar, so yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's very like Futurama. We're gonna preserve preserve ourselves, like Ted Williams. We're gonna need to start a GoFundMe campaign. We don't have the money for that. So if you want Good me point. in Canada to be around forever, you need to send us money, and uh, we could look into how we can like uh, freeze ourselves or like you know. Listen, my idea is just to record a bunch of shows and just record them and have them for release when I'm dead. And, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I've got a lot of stories I haven't gotten to uh, as well uh, as you could just do like a bunch of generic shows, Ken. Like I could just yes. do like 
four hours on the Buffalo Bills and what a disappointment they are. And I'll just tell, like, the producers in the will, play this until the Bills win. If they ever win, then you stop playing that show. But you can just play that show. And I do one for each one. Can you believe it's been 63 years since the Leafs have won? Can you believe it's been 64 years since the Leafs have won? Can you believe it's been 65 damn years since the Leafs have won a cup? Like, you just record every possibility. You do every possibility, sort of like Siri. <laughs> we do every possibility. We're good to go for eternity. Game Time Decisions Radio begins. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blue is going to hop up and in. Lou from Gamblue.com uh, will join us. We'll get into uh, the UFC. UFC Fight Island is a real thing, guys. And it goes down uh, this weekend. We've got uh, three championship fights on the card. We'll break them all down with Lou from Gamblue.com. A lot of stuff to get to uh, with uh, Mike uh, Blue. And, of course, it's Wednesday, which means... What's in Cam's bag? And uh, we're wondering what's in Cam's golf bag uh, this week. We're going to work, the Workday Charity. And the charity is us as we try to make money betting on this tournament. What's up, Cam? <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a good one. No, it's funny. I sent uh, Darsh some golf clubs, and I'm glad I went through my old bag, Gabe. I found 20 bucks there. Don't want to give him 20 bucks on top of the irons that I gave him, right? His buddy came by to pick him up. So I'm feeling kind of generous. I like this tournament this week. I told you. So you're in a good mood because you found 20 bucks in an old golf bag. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's great. Like I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought I'd find an old tee or a spike, but 20 bucks is better, better than a clump of dirt for my shoes. I'm happy with that. I'll tell you. Watch out this week. It's both at Mirfield Village. Horses for courses, Gabe. I don't want to give everything away, and I'll be on the late night show with you tonight, Marenzi, overnight uh, to give some top tens and twenties. But Patrick Cantlay is going to be my big horse this week, and we'll talk about why. He's the defending champion. Uh, Jack Nicholas is basically his idol. He loves to play for the Golden Bear. He'll be ready to rock this week. All right, well, speaking of ready to rock, are you ready to rock? Because the MLS is back. The MLS is back. I know you couldn't sleep last night. You were tossing and turning. Like, ah, it's only 22 hours until the MLS tournament comes back. And, you know, you can talk about Auburn and Alabama. Michigan, Ohio State, Germany, the Netherlands, Israel, Palestine. But when you want to get into real rivalries, it doesn't get much deeper. The blood runs deep when you talk about Orlando FC versus Inter Miami. All right? This this stuff, like people get shot over this stuff. All right? We're going to break it down. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I'm Marenzo. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett from Sports Recruits is going to step up and in. Lou from Gamblue.com uh, will join us. We're going to get into some UFC picks. Wednesday, we always have a lot of picks. We're going to have golf picks. We're going to have MMA uh, picks. We're going to have some MLS uh, picks. We just uh, won the, uh, the TBT bet that we made. Two games today, guys. First up was um, Team Big X. Uh, as in Team Big Ten, 
Team Big X, they were decked out in green, and they were... You have to have six guys on the team that played at a school. Like, they take this seriously. You can't just call yourself, oh, yeah, we're the Michigan team. No, no, you can't. Like, yeah. it doesn't work that way. You need to have a minimum six guys that played at that school to be able to call yourself an alumni team. All right? So, Team Big X today didn't have six Spartans, but they had, like, three or four. It was, like, Spartans and Eastern Michigan dudes, and it was, like, a mix. Like, Tom Izzo came on as the guest during the game. His guys. And then I, I just started to burn as they were missing shots. They were, like, Michigan yes. State camp. They'd get every rebound. They're working hard and stop. They're all looking tough. And then they would miss putbacks. They'd miss free throws. It was like, dude, you got to make that shot. And then, and then the Dayton team, thing is with Michigan in that style, you can bully some people. You're not bullying a bunch of kids from Dayton. And you know what uh, I mismanaged exactly. with this game, Cam? Dayton, dude, it's guys that just played. Like, it's not awesome. alumni. They've got a bunch of young dudes that were on the team, like, last year and two years ago. Yep, so top teams. Younger, some of these younger college teams have been outmatched by men, no cap. It's like real life. There was another team the other night, like, uh, Oklahoma State had a bunch of dudes that literally played, like, last year on the team. And they're like, oh, you got young, fresh NCAA players. Whatever, dude, you're playing against guys that are playing in the Spanish League, the German League and stuff. They're men, camp. Sort of like like idiots that think like college kids would beat a CFL team. A CFL team would murder them, right? And of you sort of see would. it. You see it in the same sense now. So hey, props though. Props to um, to a uh, team Red Scare. Uh, so that's the Dayton team. These guys that uh, came through big. And then we just had great a great game. one. Team House of Pain, but uh, not P A I N P I G N. Like Champagne, House of Pain, they decked out in Illinois gear. They just knocked off last year's champions, Carmen's crew. Aaron Kraft has just played his last game. He's officially retired now, supposedly. Oh, I guess he retires all the time. Yeah. You'll <laughs> be Aaron Kraft last game. Yeah, <laughs> Bye-bye, Aaron. So, yeah, we took him plus the seven. I didn't, I didn't have the, uh, the kahunas to, uh, to take House of Pain on the money line. Uh, but I wish I did. But I'm telling you, Ken, really, really fun basketball. Yet sports are back because I'm getting mad about missed shots. I'm getting mad about the bad calls. And today was the first team that I actually disliked in Team Big X, where I'm like, I don't even like you guys. Like, why did I bet on you? And it really upset me. But I came back. Carmen's crew were laying seven. We took House of Pain. We cashed those tickets like uh, Mahomes cashing a $503 million contract. Hopefully we can cash again tonight with this MLS debut, and uh, we'll see what Cam has in store uh, for this uh, this golf tournament. Pretty impressive field, actually, once again, and very unique situation, mm -hmm. Cam. And you can you can speak to this to us. We never see this. We've seen this in NASCAR, in which we've never seen this before. Where all right, there's going to be a race Saturday and a race Sunday at the same track. One of them, you know, 75 miles shorter. Etc. Like they'll change it up a little bit, and I don't know, Cam. Like maybe like in the old, 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 old days, but I don't even know if it's ever happened then. Is this like it's got to be like it's the first time in history, right? That two the two consecutive tournaments are at the same golf course. Yep. Like they're playing yes. at the same course, guys. They're playing this week, then they're playing You're next familiar. week again. 
with the yeah, Mirfield Village, same golf course, very unique situation. Exactly. And they're going to change the pin placements and everything, right? Gabe, here's the way it's going to work. Think about this. So the workday doesn't have the same cachet as the memorial. So this week, the rough won't be as, as bad. The pins will be a little it's bit easier. easier. But yeah. I'll tell you this. Jack Nicholas is like, he has my view about golf. He doesn't like a course. That's his course. You think oh, he wants he the winner to be 30 under? He, Not he personally, that but he style hates that style. You're right. Yes. He wants to see you get out of trouble. He wants to see guys who make pinpoint shots rewarded. But here's what's going to happen. If it's too easy, Jack's going to make it very difficult for the same track at the Memorial next week. Then we'll go to upper echelon guys. A couple of the long shots still have a chance this week because he's not going to trick it up. But I'll tell you, if the winning score is over 20 under, watch out. It's going to play like a major the week after. So this is something to keep our eye on, Gabe. And I'll tell you something. Jack's not going to – he'll make the pins very, very tough if these guys are murdering his course. So I think it's uh, something we have to pay attention to. You know what I find interesting as well? And it's sort of – it's amazing, isn't it? I saw – I saw somebody tweet this out. I think it was Chris Smith, who's actually been a guest on our show before, covers the NBA. But he tweeted out, he goes, is it just me or does it feel like we sort of went from wintertime into the spring, pandemic, not not really any summer, and now it's almost fall again? (laughs) It's like there's never really been a summer. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we're in July, but it's never really been like, oh, it's summer, let's relax and stuff. It's always something, pandemics, riots, stress, lockouts, strikes. True. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, God, look, it's August already and it's September. And I bring this up uh, because by the time they leave, by the time they leave um, here, by the time they leave uh, Columbus, which they're actually playing the basketball, actually, Columbus is the hub this weekend. That's the place to be. Columbus, Ohio, yes. the basketball tournament, the golf tournament, that's the sports hub of the world. Well, after Orlando and Miami, of course, you know, when they're throwing down that big rivalry. But inner Miami. Yes. The majors aren't that far off. That's what I'm getting with this. They're the not. first major really isn't all that far off right now. You've got these two tournaments, the three M open, then the St. Jude, and then we got a major. Four golf tournaments until a major. It's unbelievable too, Gabe, as we talked about just talking about the current numbers. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, a favorite in three of the four majors. You could have got him at the Masters before the pandemic at probably 35 to 40 to 1. He's 12 to 1. I now. remember that. It's kind of an, wow. it's an over it's an overreaction a bit. Like I still think he has the game yes, to, to do very well at Augusta, but you can't bet it at that number now. That's just that's not a good number where the best players in the world are going to be there. But you're right, man. They canceled the Ryder Cup too. So think about that. That's when USA and the world, these guys get a hate on for each other, the Europeans and such. The, now the majors mean so much more without the Ryder Cup. It's going to be very emotional. Hopefully not this friendly pat on the back stuff. I want to see some guys try to tear each other's throats out and win majors instead of being everybody's buddy all the time. It's uh, it's time for them to step up and get get things done. Well, Br- Bryson is not in the field uh, this week. He's taking a week off. Um, one yep. guy that is back in the mix after missing – of the last couple of weeks uh, due to coronavirus is uh, Brooks Kepka. And if yes. anybody if anybody can stop this this Bryson, you know, freight train right now, it's Brooks Kepka. Right? I mean, people are just talking about how physically dominant this guy was last year uh, as well. So we'll see if he has something to say uh coming back uh this week. You and I talked about him, Cam, and we both said stay away from him. You know, at first, uh, you know, his first tournament back, he hadn't played in a little while. 
He's recovering from the surgery. You and I both knew he was just trying to find his stroke. He was just trying to, like, go through the routine. This guy doesn't even like playing in these tournaments, all right? If it was up to him, he'd only play in four tournaments a year. Uh, like, all he cares about is majors, but he knows he's got to get his game going a little bit. So he's sort of been in fine-tune mode, and it kind of sucks that he's coming back again and he's a little cold, but I get the feeling, Cam, he won't be cold. I think Bruce Kepka makes a statement this weekend, and he starts to, you know, crank it up a little bit, and he's got his eye on that major a month away from now, Cam. Kepka, I'm going to keep my eye on this guy. You know he's about to dial it up a notch. He is, and I can't bet everybody in this tournament. And remember this, if Brooks Kepka doesn't win this tournament and it is close, you take him again at the Memorial. It'll be a harder course. And what does he do? He, he plays well on in majors, which is a lot harder, Gabe. So this is something to keep our eye on. I like him this week, too, for a top 10, top 20 bet. Uh, but I have a couple other horses in my stable this week. All right, we're going to get in. Uh, we'll get into that. I'll tell you what, the guy that's favored, I'm certainly not taking this guy, big stiff, Justin Thomas. Uh, Patrick Cantley, I know, is somebody that's uh, that's Pete Cam's curiosity. Mike Blewett joins us next. Bagels Pretty nice of Mike. Thanks. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed, and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, Cam Stewart, the Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. Breaking news from the NFL Raheem Mostert has requested a trade from the San Francisco 49ers after the two sides couldn't agree on the contract. He led the team in rushing with 772 yards and eight touchdowns, despite not even starting once. He broke out big time, 220 yards and four touchdowns in the NFC Championship win over the Packers. The Ivy League has informed all programs fall sports have been canceled. The conference will not entertain playing sports until January 2021. The schedule for the winter activities will be updated in mid-July. This approach shouldn't be expected from the FBS conferences with more significant sports programs because the Ivy League schools less financially dependent on sports. Patty Mills putting his money where his mouth is. The Spurs guard plans to donate a cool million dollars to combat racism in his native Australia, including the BLM movement. This figure is his entire salary for the eight games they're going to play in the Orlando bubble. Former NBA player Steven Jackson defending Deshaun Jackson's controversial Instagram post. Jackson said the Eagles receiver was speaking the truth when he posted Adolf Hitler's debunked quote. DJAC apologized on Tuesday. The Eagles condemned his views. It's still unclear what punishment the Eagles will hand to Jackson, if any punishment at all. Steven Jackson was a close friend of George Floyd, the Minneapolis man that died in police custody in May. The New Orleans Pelicans coach Alvin Gentry has been cleared to travel with his team inside the Walt Disney World bubble. Gentry, now 65, has been part of a group that has undergone additional examinations due to the rage before being let in. The NFL and NFLPA are discussing player out options for the 2020 season due to coronavirus. There will eventually be a specific date by which players would need to opt out by. Right now, it's to be determined. Sad news, Toledo Rockets D lineman Janiel Douglas was shot and killed late Tuesday night. Police say there was a fight between two men outside a pizza shop before the 20-year-old was gunned down around 11.30 p.m. He was transported to hospital and later passed away. No arrests have been made. 
Two games from the basketball tournament today as Gabe talked about Red Scare beat Big X 77-68 the final and House of Pain beat Harmon's crew 76-68 the final there. Jorge Masvidal will be down one of his top cornermen when he faces Kamuro Usman at UFC 251 on Fight Island. America top team coach Mike Brown has tested positive for coronavirus. He can't fly to Abu Dhabi. In NASCAR, veteran driver Jimmy Johnson has been cleared to return after two negative tests for COVID-19 and NASCAR will move its August road course date from Walking Glens Back to Daytona. The MLS tournament gets underway tonight as Orlando City takes on Inter Miami, 8 p.m. Eastern. Orlando plus 160 to win. Inter Miami plus 140. The draw plus 240. Total two and a half at FanDuel. European soccer action today. Busy day in the EPL. Liverpool beat Brighton and Hove Albion 3 1. Man City smoked Newcastle 5 0. Sheffield United 1. Wolves nothing. And Burnley blank West Ham 1 0. I'm Cam Stewart. Back to Game Morency on GTD. Game time decisions continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, get on the grid. At SportsGrid, you can find me on Twitter, at uh, SportsRage. And uh, you can find uh, Mike uh, Blewett normally lounging on a beach in the Hamptons. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, we're, <laughs> we're fortunate enough that uh, he took time to join us. But as we can see, he definitely had an umbrella. Not a lot of sun where Mike Blewett was. Yeah. No, way. Still no way. I can't do it. I got a lot of lights on me, but I also do try to uh, sunblock uh, profusely to, in- to ensure that I don't receive uh, any kind of burn. I'm more of a North Fork guy than a Hamptons guy, but nonetheless, I had a couple days off with the fam. Oh, oh, North North Fork, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cam's more of a backyard guy than a Hamptons guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm a burger, sausages, and backyard man. <laughs> also not a bad thing to be, Cam. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a every once in a while I'll go on my balcony guy. Uh, but we yes, can't all be yes. like Mike Blewett and like a big shot. I don't know. I was just saying, Mike, I thought it was pretty selfish of you to cancel on Monday. You know, I've I love spending time with the family, Fourth of July weekend. Priorities not write, in order. I think he wrote. By the way, I got to give him credit, Gabe. He wrote, he wrote like six emails to us. But that's true. That's true. For the record, <laughs> it is not a cancellation when you then later show up. It is simply a postponement. We yeah, yeah, uh, like it's, it's fun. Well, at least uh, let me ask you: Do you own a pair of rollerblades? <laughs> yeah. Do you own uh, rollerblades? No, I'm not sure where that question is going, but no. We like your answer. <laughs> Yeah, so far it's a good answer. Well, yeah, one of one of your partners, one of your colleagues, co-host. Yes. Uh, turns out George Kurtz, George Kurtz had to ref last night. You guys are real pieces oh, of work. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're readjusting the schedule all week for you two. Just kidding, yeah. but you know. So uh, so Kurtz wants the earlier slot because Kurtz has to uh, referee a hockey game. He does. So I'm yeah. like, wow, you guys are playing ice hockey yeah. already in Long Island. What the rinks are open? I said, wow. And so we bring it up. We're very excited. We're like, all right, you're refing hockey again. And he sort of drops that the rink is outdoors. And me and Cam are like, wow, it's the middle of the summer. Like, how do you have, like, you know, you guys have, what, you got synthetic ice out there? Like, what's going on? How you playing ice (laughs) hockey outside in the middle of July? And he goes, I never said it was ice hockey. It's roller hockey. And, um... See, look at Cam. Like, he can't stop laughing still. It's not something we were very to two Canadians. <laughs> Roller hockey. <laughs> not something you We were very disappointed. Oh, he, he let us down big time. No, no, no. Well, that's what I said. Like, I said, you know, roller hockey. 
I said, I don't want, I don't want, I, I was trying to be delicate with it, but I basically said like, yeah, exactly. In Canada, roller hockey is sort of viewed like female synchronized swimming. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just something like, it's like cross country skiing. Like, yeah. you, know, you go skiing. Right. Are you a downhill skiing? Go downhill? Or yeah. You go cross country. Yeah, I got, a, I got a huge basketball tonight. I got a huge basketball tournament tonight. It's uh, in my bedroom. We're playing Nerf, me and the me and my six-year-old. <laughs> wow, even Blewett's bringing the heat. Now. I like it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got be. I got to be honest with you, Gabe. You talking about cross-country skiing is an insult to the great people of cross-country skiing who are in great shape. Rollerblading's not even in cross-country skiing's league. Man, cross-country skiing sucks. When I was a kid, I used to go cross-country skiing. I wanted to go skiing. Me too. And my grandfather was like, oh, yeah, we got some. He goes, yo, you can go skiing this afternoon. I'm like, really? I'm like, this is awesome. He comes in, gives me a pair of skis, and then just shows me this trail, like, behind our place. Yep. He goes, there See you go. Game. Go skiing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm going along. Like, after, like, an hour, Cam, I'm like, this is torture. Like, if you want yeah. to torture yeah. somebody, make them cross-country ski, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I hope, each your, one. I hope like, your heart doesn't explode. See you in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You're, not only are you on, like, you're on skis that are so long, it's like a horrible walk. You can't go fast. And if you're in the middle <laughs> of nowhere, you're yeah. screwed. It's, difficult. it's, it's like really a marathon difficult. on skis. It's like you're jogging on skis. You're all sweaty and it? stuff. It's all hot. Try doing you're it. Like it's the cold. only thing worse, Mike, I've done it, and I've cross-country skied. The only thing worse is doing it with show, snowshoes. Like real native style, good luck, buddy. Good luck getting back to where you need to be. I'll see you in nine hours. I think roller hockey is looking better by the moment. No, the, no, term snow shoes, you know, no. the term the bottom the of the term floor. the term snow snowshoes is now like the Redskins and Eskimos no longer allowed to be said. Snowshoes uh, now uh, now banned uh, moving forward. Speaking of which, so um, the Edmonton Eskimos. Are getting oh, squeezed yeah. by sponsors right now, uh, Mike. So there's long-standing, yeah, long-standing Canadian Football League uh, football team named the Edmonton Eskimos are getting roped into this right now with everybody. Except they're getting ahead of the curve, and it looks like it looks like they're going to do it. Cam, the Eskimo name is done. Like once sponsors start stepping up, as we saw. They don't want to be associated with it. The thing is, well, what do you think, Mike? Like Eskimos, not a word you hear often, but number two, it's not an offensive word. They they don't have, like, there's no Eskimo mascot. Their mascot's a polar bear. It's true. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's like a white polar bear yeah, who's got an Eskimo jersey on. It's cold. That's the whole point. They play, the city they play in is cold. They're Eskimos. Means they can deal with the cold well. Like there's not any any like there's no reference in the uniform or anything. The Edmonton Eskimos. It's cold yeah. as hell in Edmonton. Like there's nothing yeah. to be offended about. Like I said, like their mascot cam is a polar bear, bro. It's that bear. <laughs> it's He's that a nice polar guy, bear. Like, yeah. And you bring up the other point. Nobody's you bring up the other offended. Point. No. And the thing is, Mike, on their uniform it says EE. It doesn't even have Eskimos. Like, the yeah. helmet is Edmonton Eskimos. Like, here's the thing. We could talk about cult, cancel culture and a lot of stuff. Redskins is offensive, and Gabe, I'll give Gabe credit. Even I came around to it. I'm like, names are names. We're overblowing this thing. And I had to put my foot down and listen to people. You know, you guys are right. But, Gabe, Mike, Eskimos, 
it's not it's not offensive. Like it's not. It, I, I just I think we've gone too far. Like everything's out of control right now. Blue. What are we going to change? The Atlanta Braves say they're not changing their names. Or is that going to eventually happen too? Like enough is enough, in my opinion. Now, listen, I'm looking at their Wikipedia page right now, just because yep. I just wanted to give you context, Mike, about how long they've been around for. And they're actually not one of the older teams in, in the league. I thought they'd be around a little longer. 1949. All right. So they've been playing since 1949. When somebody put in their Wikipedia page. It says the team's name is John Controversy and Criticism, and the term Eskimo is considered in Canada to be a racial slur against the Inuit. It isn't. No, it's not. It, it is not. I actually It isn't. And, the, and in fact, not. exactly, and in fact, <laughs> the Edmonton not. Eskimo organization went to the Inuit, and they spoke to leaders, and they That's said, it. we've got no beef with it. We're not Eskimos. <laughs> they were like, they're like, we're Inuit. We don't. Like we're, we're not insulted by this. So, like, so as far as we don't think you're appropriating es- our Eskimo culture, nobody's appropriating anyone's name, culture. Right? As far as they're concerned, again, Eskimo right? is not a pejorative uh, term for their for the Inuit tribe. Well, I can't speak for everyone and every tribe, but it's yeah, not like yeah, the Redskins. Nobody has complained. Put it this way: there's been no native groups complaining. Nobody's bitched. Nobody thinks of native like you don't even think you don't what. Dude, the Edmonton Eskimos. What do you, you don't think of Eskimos? You know, it's just it's sort of um, I don't know. To me, it's a. What do you think, Mike? The word Eskimos I, is it? Are they doing the right thing? Look, it's not in my uh, in my limited interaction with that team and that name. I don't know it specifically to be a pejorative like I do with Washington's team and many of the other things within the NCAA that had to be eliminated. Um, On the surface, I'd have to say that I don't know that I even use that phrase anymore. As you said, there's no Native American, Native American tribes associated with the team. So you don't get this, guys. I they really are going to change the name on the term itself uh, related to how it's being used. Yeah. They're going to change the name of the uh, Eskimo pie ice cream. Yes. Like they they're are. not going to make they're changing the like, name. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it's no, Eskimo it's pie ice cream. Like enough. Yeah. Like enough. This is where I draw. Hey, they had a talk this week with the Chicago Blackhawks and they say, "Listen, it's a beautiful headdress. It is a res- a respect thing." We are never going to change our name from Chicago Blackhawks or change our jersey. Gabe, it's one of the most honorable in the league. As I told you, when I played for the Braves and all these other teams, like you wear that jersey with pride, man. It's beautiful. And it's not derogatory like Redskins. It's totally different. You have to look at these things individually. And for the, I, I think it's just it's it's insane that we're even talking about this stuff like this, Marenzi. Like right. Redskins is one thing. Blackhawks, Braves, Eskimos, it's totally different. It's, all it's right, let, me, let me throw orders. in. Let me throw this in, and I knew if I put it in the, uh, I knew if I, yeah, I didn't know about that. I can't. Did you know about that, Blue? This is unbelievable. I heard it. Eskimo yeah. pie, no more. Ice cream owners will drop derogatory name for their ice cream. Great ice cream. Yeah, we're getting a little derogatory is a little strong for Eskimo pie. It's an Eskimo pie. It's an ice cream it's sandwich, ice cream. people. It's an ice cream sandwich. Like, what kind of world are we living in here? It's an Eskimo pie. It's cold. It's delicious. Yeah, like you're That's not eating bread. a little Eskimo, kid. It's not like you're exactly. Pick, like, like it's ice cream. Like, and I'm pretty politically correct. People rip me all the time. Oh, you're a big you are more than me. Warrior. You are probably yeah. more politically correct than I am. But, but I, even me, enough. I'm like, 
I'm like, really? They're changing Eskimo pie now? They're, they're like the ice cream company's not even going to make it anymore. Look, it, it, here's here's what I'll say. If the word is considered derogatory by the people that it is being cast towards, then I, I'm not going to fight for the name. I, no, I, no, I'm not I'm not, it's not a hill I'm going to die on either here. I'm That's right. defending yeah. it. I'll put it this way, and I want to throw this out there. If you have to debate whether something is racist or not, it's probably racist. I'll put it that way as well. It's a good rule. Yeah, Same time decision point. continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Moran, so we're throwing it down with a raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Oh, man, we got a lot of crazy topics that are going on uh, in the world uh, in the last uh, couple of days, including yeah. this next one, as long as we're talking about name change. Let, and let me just say this, too. So Redskins has to go. It's going. Edmonton Eskimos, well, they're just doing this now. They had a couple of sponsors step up, but it's all but done, Cam. The Eskimos are yes, all but done. We know it's done. Like so, like, like they they basically wave the flag. They they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're looking into it. They're aware. Just quickly for the record, throwing it out there: the Edmonton Empire and the Edmonton Elks are what uh, they're thinking. kicking around right now because that way they wouldn't have to change anything. It'd be like a big middle yeah. finger, right? E E. They don't change anything. It's yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. There's no logo change. There's no anything change. Yeah, and the bear becomes an elk. Like, That's it. <laughs> right. The Edmonton Eskimos have real cool uniforms too. It's one thing they got sharp looking uniforms. I wouldn't want to change them. Change them either. That helmet's iconic, man. That yellow yeah, helmet, worn moon. The biggest name change fight that really happened around sports, at least that, that I'm familiar with, was University of North Dakota hockey, which is obviously a historic hockey program. Their name historically was the Fighting Sioux. Fighting Sioux. Uh, their yeah. stadium, yep. their uniforms, their seats in their arena were emblazoned with a Sioux head. It was later determined that the local Sioux tribe was not okay with the name. The NCAA, a long time ago, was in front of this issue. And teams like the Seminoles and the Fighting Illini were able to keep their names and logos and everything else in conjunction with an agreement with a local tribe. North Dakota was unable to do that, and it was removed several years ago. They're now called the Fighting Hawks. But if you go to a North Dakota game, you will still hear them chanting, uh, let's go Sue." That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, even uh, there's a University of McGill, actually, the McGill Redmen, and they were, their nickname was the Redmen. And they were forced to change their name, even though it had nothing to do with anything. Redmond was basically like a, uh, I mean, like you were a lettered engineer type thing. Mm -hmm. You're a Redman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it had nothing to do with like skin color. It was like your your education. Like, yeah, I'm a Redmond. Like, basically, I'm an engineer. You're all all smart. It's like an Ivy League type, you know, school type thing. Redmond. It had nothing to do with like anything racial or anything. But same crap. They change your name to the Red Storm. <laughs> it was like, yeah. and then it's like people are like, yeah, "Come right. on, man! Like, what, what are we doing here?" Like, it's an it's, it's named after the engineering group. But I do think at some point, listen, if we're going to do this, do it all now. I don't want this crap. I don't want every five years people changing what they find offensive. I agree. Do you know what I'm saying? 
If you don't like it, put your hand up now. Put your hand up now, and you better say what you want. It's like a kid. You got to go to the bathroom, then you better go now, punk. Otherwise, because we're not stopping again. All right? That's my attitude right now. I'd say, all right, listen, all you pinko commies. You better, like, raise your hand now and tell me what other team you don't like. Because I'm not changing any more names after this. We'll do it now. Like, we'll do it like O'Reilly. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. So, Indians, gone. Fine. Redskins, gone. Fine. Eskimos, you're gone too far, but whatever. Well, you know. It is what it is. We're not going to win this battle, Cam. It's over. (laughs) It is. We've lost. And I like the fact that the Blackhawks today basically said, no, we're not. We're not changing the name. Like they emphatically said, it's not happening. It's not disrespectful. I like they basically said, (laughs) native groups should get more money now, though. Blackhawks are like, we're going to look into ways to honor it more, i.e., yeah, we better start giving some time some money. We better start giving some time some money. As long as you get the envelope, everybody's like, hey, it's good, great ideas, guys. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee you're going to see the Blackhawks sponsoring a local Christmas night at the local casino. The native casino brought to you by the Blackhawks. <laughs> but yep. what? So Blackhawks? No, you don't change name. Indians fine, but the Atlanta Braves basically said screw you. Then people want the, like the Texas Rangers name changed because the Texas Rangers no, yep. in the old days did some bad things. Mike, where is it? Stop, bro. Uh, it doesn't really. When you go down these rabbit holes, obviously we're going to continue to monitor, look into, research. Like There are obviously things that can be discussed that you can't possibly be educated on every single topic. So I guess we just have to bring it up as it comes along. But to assume that we're going to cover it all, cover all bases now, it ain't going to happen because what happened with, with Washington Gabe, and their change name changing, now? that's come up several I don't want them here to clamor, oh, we had a great name before. Let's change it. But that's the thing. Like, I'm with you, Marenzi. If I hear any bitching and complaining after this, like, it's now or never. It's in stone. Enough. I'm with you. Like, yeah, we have to draw a line somewhere or it's just going to get it's annoying. Well, and what, what are we going to say? Well, we better change your neighbor to Miami Heat because it's disrespectful, disrespectful to burn victims. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what, Guys what like me. Sunblock. Yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah, heat. Like, what, the what, what, yeah. Like, you know, everything. You know, it's. Uh, I get it, though. Like I said, if you got to argue whether something is racist or not, it probably is. It probably is. All right, let's get uh, let's get into something more serious, actually, as far as name changes. And I want well, I got to get to this, and then we'll get to the serious stuff. It's my favorite as story somebody, that you forwarded me today. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> your interest about it, and then I actually noticed. I'm like, oh, because of your last name. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Listen, everyone's name is made out to be something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, but, you know, Mike Blewett, you know, is 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 uh, it's it's a good one. Now yeah, the question is, like one. Cam, if your last name was Blewett, would you have like a vanity plate? Blewett. Yeah, like in capital like letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're proud of it, right? He's part of the Blewetts, man. You know, great what great horse this? racing capper. Yeah, like I like Blewett. What about this? What about grab her? And if we can get a shot up for people that are watching. This is just too good. I nearly fell off my chair, bro, when I saw this story. Grab her. So, yeah, there's a dude in Nova Scotia, and he's got a vanity license plate. He's got a vanity uh, license plate, and 
in capital letters, it says grab her. Like G-R-A-B-H-E-R. His last name is Grabber. His name is Lorne Grabher. He's had a vanity license plate. Grab her. They've told him he can't use this anymore because it's offensive. <laughs> 27 he years wants to his family's to, had it. Yeah, wow. he wants to go into the Supreme Court. He's like, I'm not giving it up. He goes, it's my last Yo, name. Man. You can't say my last name is offensive. Um, yep. what, what do you I make like of this? My, my only deal is, would you want to have a, a license plate named Grab Her? In capital letters. Yeah. So there's a, not, yeah go ahead. It's Ken. not good. because Sorry, I'll, I'll just go and then I'll throw to you, Mike. But grab her, unless you're a guy who knows him or a neighbor of the community, if you see the license plate with grab her there, you're assuming the guy's a pedophile or a serial killer or some kind of uh, nefarious character that you don't want to know who's hanging out, especially with a van, too. Sorry, Gabe, I don't want to use stereotypes. But remember the other guy, too, uh, Ass Man? Remember the his last was it with the ass man he put it on it? Oh, Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. The, the, Seinfeld. yeah, yeah, no, there was another guy in Argos fan too. I think it's like it was Assman. Like that was his family's oh, last yeah, name. Yeah, like yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Assman, right? So yeah, I'm the ass man. But anyway, uh, that one's pretty tough. Like Grabber kinda, I hate to say it. He's got a case because it's fa- his family name, but it also insinuates bad things like kidnapping and other things. So I'm gonna have to say no. Uh, yeah, but, did we get a shot up of it? I haven't seen it up here. It's not a space in between the two letters. It's just his name. I, I understand the connotations of it, but is somebody really going to get triggered by a license plate that is somebody's last name? Uh, I think no. You know, but especially no. it's sort of like what Donald Trump dropped a couple of years ago, too. It's a weird thing to have on your plate, but it's one of these deals. He lives in a small town, like Cam said. Like Cam said, you know, everybody knows him. Um, you know, everybody knows him in the town, and everyone gets a laugh out of it and a, and a chuckle out of it. But, yeah, 27 years. But it's just great. Uh, it's too bad we don't have the picture up uh, of by it. By the way, uh, by the but way. But it's capital was, letters. Grab her. This started because of one single complaint from someone. It's not like the entire town. It's like, hey, dude, you got to lose this license plate. People are freaking out. All it out. takes is one. They think you're a stalker, and yeah. you got to get rid of it. It was one single you know, complaint. Like, 27 years, he's had the plate. One person complained, and now he's got to go to the That's Supreme today's court. world, Mike. That's what we're talking about. 27 well, years, saying, he was home. I, I, nice and cool. Yeah, but I'm saying let as him keep man. it. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm, listen, time I'm is... getting a vanity plate now with blue it on it. That's it. Yeah, well, you're going to see that legally. Right, and yeah, if they do don't, it. you go viral. You can go on the news and everything. Right. The New Jersey authorities won't let uh, lo- local men, you know, get li- license plate. Like, Cam, we should try to get a license plate. Behind me. Get bent. <laughs> no, get Get bent is a, I think that's acceptable. It's not, you're not doing anything rude or nefarious. Like, hey, get bent is just a term. Get bent. I love right, it. So we I, gotta, I saw a guy. We got to ask yeah, Blue a serious question. We got to ask Blue a serious question here. <laughs> you see, um, the Ivy League postpones things, yeah. and the, the yeah. Ivy League doesn't have to worry about sports from a financial standpoint. They can actually do things from a safety uh, standpoint. Just as the Ivy League was pretty much the first one to shut down their college tournament at the time, basketball when the pandemic hit. But, you know, I don't think people realize football season's around the corner. I think people are sort of in denial as much as about football as they are and the virus as a whole, Mike, because they want football. 
because they think they deserve football, because they think, well, I've been, it's been rough life for the last four or five months. Football better come back, man. Stephon Diggs came out and said, I'm not comfortable. They said, are you comfortable? Because I can't lie to you. No, I'm not comfortable. This is a real thing. I'd, I'd be shocked if they kick off September 10th, guys. I think they're going to do everything in their power to kick off September 10th, even if it looks really bad as we're doing it. And I think they are desperate to do it. What's important about the Ivy League to me is that you're right. They, they aren't dependent necessarily upon the finances, even though March Madness being canceled has an impact on them. And this could potentially impact jobs within their athletic department and others. But even though they are not at the top of the mountain in terms of, say, a football powers, they still hold a lot of weight with other athletic departments because they are still looked at on some level as a guiding light during decisions like this. Stanford cancels 11 yeah. sports. The Ivy League isn't yeah. going to play. Other teams and uh, certainly other colleges in the region, the Northeast, are going to look at canceling sports. Does it mean that the power five schools don't play football? I don't think so yet, but Big Ten and Pac-12 are already implementing uh, plans for it to be a conference-only season, no interconference games or no non-conference games. You know what it reminds me of, Cameron? You remember I brought this up at the time, and I think I was like the only one. Remember Division Two canceled their college basketball tournament like way yep. ahead of everybody else? Way Like a week ahead. or two? Yep. And they were they like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. Like, shut it down. Not even any, no fans. Like, no, no, cancel it all. Shut it all down. This is bad. And I brought up at the time, and I said, well, the virus doesn't recognize whether you're a D2 fan, D2 athlete, <laughs> D2 coach, or D1. Exactly. And remember I brought up, Kev, I said, therefore, well, if you have to shut down the ACC tournament in Maryland, wouldn't you have to therefore shut down the Washington Capitals? It's the same air. So that's what bothers me about jackasses out there. The people that go, I don't care about Ivy League football. Yeah, I don't care whether you care about the caliber of their football league. All right? They're athletes. They're playing a sport. And oh, yeah, they happen to be the smartest schools in America. All right? If not the yeah. world. And they're not playing for a reason, guys. Okay? You can be all like, you know, you know snide about how good the Ivy League is. Well, they want to play, and they're not playing for a reason. Hang in here, Mike. Uh, we'll wrap up with you on the other side. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And continues. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down. We got a couple of more minutes with Mike Blewett before Lou from Gamblue.com steps up and in to kick it uh, with us. So, uh, Mike, you threw it out. We were talking about the Ivy League, and like I said, people are just flipping all the time. And then until it happens to them, it's like real life. Nobody cares until it happens to them. Oh, I don't care about the MLS. Oh, ho, ho, ho. FC Dallas. Oh, ho, ho. Well, you'll care what is the Dallas Cowboys. All right, I guess. But I guess they breathe different air. It's different. No, no, it's the NFL. And I like what uh, J.C. Trevor said, and very smart guy with the Cleveland Browns. He's the head of the NFLPA. This guy is like a really smart guy. They, they have a real good guy in charge, finally. And he said, 
said the NFL just sort of thinks it's sort of like the Trump uh, theory. The virus will just disappear. Like that, basically the NFL, they don't have any like really detailed safety, anything. Their thought is, well, wash your hands and, you know, we're the NFL. It'll be fine. And a lot of guys are saying because they pulled off the NFL draft, Goodell's head is all big now. And it's a big, big difference between doing a draft and actually playing. But big impact, Mike, with Stanford cutting 11 sports. It's not going to be the only school. That's 20 national championships they just cut today, Mike. Programs that have won 20 national championships. And then once again, people will say, oh, I don't care about the volleyball team in Stanford. I don't care about the swimmers. I don't care about this. Yeah, well, whatever. You'll care and you'll be asking in eight years. How come the U.S. doesn't win any gold medals anymore in the Olympics, Mike? Like, the system is crumbling, bro. This is what's going on. There's a President's Cup, the Director's Cup, excuse me, that's set up for college athletic departments to compete in every year, uh, sponsored by a major rights holder uh, in college athletics. And Stanford has won it 25 years in a row, meaning they are the most successful athletic department from top to bottom in the country based on the capital one cup. (laughs) <laughs> so, no, they're uh, the best, Gabe. They win at everything. Golf, gymnastics. Uh, like that Stanford yeah. is the cream of the crop, man. Always. Look, this yeah, is Nick, a long Nick. time. This, this is the tip of the iceberg for this. It is a long time coming for many programs. They it's tend sad. to be bloated and are we gotta go, uh, very often in financial trouble. But Bagels and nice bad beats. Take care, Mike. Never be in a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.